What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Recorded live. Okay, it's recording now. How are you doing? Okay. All right, how are you? You sound much better from last week. Oh, I feel much better. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh. much better. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Like we stated, uh, the 10 month old is not going to want to hear mommy's sick. So, you know, the babies need to be deaf. All kids for that. I'm, I'm sorry, say that one more time. I was saying that the kids aren't going to want to hear that mommy's sick. They still need oh, her to no. perform the motherly duties. <laughs> exactly. You know, you, you might have a day, a day and a half to be down and out, but you got to pull it together after that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to pull for you laying out much right. longer than that. That's right. That is right. You said not much has happened since last week. Right. So, uh, you know, with the letters that you gave me, because I ended up sending yeah. the second letter off, I'm starting to hear from the creditors now saying, uh, you know, give up the call and let's try to work things out. But I know that's no go. You know. All right. No. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's. It's a battle, that's for sure. Okay. You know, it's a battle. A it's something you just have to stay persistent with. Yeah, I'll continue to be tenacious, you know, as far as you know, I've come this far with the lack right. of knowledge. Now that I'm gaining knowledge through you, you know, I'll definitely, you know, have no need, no need to slow down now or not be No. Tenacious, <laughs> you know. I gotta be tenacious now because I have the knowledge to be, you know. That's right. That's patience right. Is the, patience is. I'm, I'm saying patience is the most important thing factor. Exactly. Exactly. That's the one thing about um, taking responsibility for your credit and and you know seeking to achieve the plans and stuff that you are putting into place, it means that you have to have an amount of patience, an amount of due diligence that you're going to do, and, you know, that's that's all power for the course, you know. You learn a lot about yourself when you work on your credit, I think. You know, you learn quite a bit about growing from the inside out. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yes, it, it takes a lot of discipline. And it scares people. That scares a lot of people. Oh, yeah, especially when you have uh, the CRAs. So, you know, so they can be, and and the, and the creditors, I mean, they can send some stuff that just sounds like they're berating you or whatever. And a lot of people oh, with the lack of knowledge you almost think that the credit reporting agency is a, some type of governmental agency. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, not true. That's true, right? They don't have any authority over your personal business. Right. They don't. They don't have any authority over your business. And you have a right to set the tone for what you are going to do, you know, despite whatever it is that they're saying. You know, a lot of these companies, they use scare tactics to try to get people to pay or to, you know, create payment arrangements and things like that. And that's not the way to go about things. Right. uh, There was one company that I had heard of, you know, these payday loan companies out here. Yeah. You know, those companies are so ruthless. You know, for, for $200, they will... I mean, the amount of harassment they will put you through for 200 bucks is ridiculous. They'll have right. automated messages that say that, you know, uh, that will falsely say that they won a lawsuit against you <laughs> and that you're facing jail time if you don't make an oh, arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. That is funny. Right. And, and, you know, we have so many with the FCRA and the FCBPA, you know, it's just so yeah. much stuff there that protects us that people just don't know about. Unless you, right. you know, they need to get your yeah. blood so they need that kind of stuff. We need to be informed. There's no that can, you know, lock anybody up. You know, right. <laughs> You know, our people suffer for lack of knowledge, though. So they do, they do, and lack of knowledge and from from trusting these businesses to do the right thing. Okay, honey, uh, give me a little bit, okay? Because I'm on the phone right now. All right. Sorry. Oh, my three-year-old. He has no concept of boundaries. Oh, and he shouldn't. (laughs) At that age, if he did, then you need to be be in another business, making money off of him. (laughs) Right. Children training or something. Right, exactly. (laughs) Doing another business or, you know, doing this too simultaneously, but that would be the main focus, you know, some of the older shows. Ripley's Believe It or Not, or That's Incredible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That would open up another avenue. Again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're not supposed to understand that mommy's taking care of business or has no. their time blocked out. They, they, they shouldn't no. understand. <laughs> no. 
nope, I would pretty much have to have a dungeon office or something. Right, and they'll find a way to get there. They'll find a way <laughs> to get would. down there. I, it would matter if I had retina scans or anything. They would find a way to get through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, people confuse business with personal um, relationships, business relationships and personal relationships. You can create a personal relationship with the person that works in the business, but as far as the running of that business itself, they don't create personal relationships with you. You know, they have to put the business aspect first. And so we tend to trust the people that become the face of those businesses, you know. But um, in most circumstances, they end up taking advantage of people because of that, Mm. you know. And so, but that's why it's important to create your own sense of integrity that you would take into your business relationships yourself. You know, when it comes to your own business affairs, you have to be strict enough where you are willing to or where you expect certain results from those companies. So that way you understand that when they resort to their tactics, you have your own tactics that you resort to because you have to prioritize in a way that's different from the way they prioritize. I have to prioritize my family, my, you know, my um, my kids have to eat. You know what I mean? Right. And that's my right. priority over, you know, certain p- types of payment plans and payment arrangements and things. I I can create that plan and arrangement based upon my need to live. Right. And so the business doesn't care about that, but it's not their business to care about that. Right. You know, but that's why you have to be assertive in, and aggressive in your own plan. Right. And that's why it goes beyond just the immediate things that you want to get approved for. Ultimately, what is the picture of importance that you're creating for your own life? That's what drives how you address your business relationships. You know. Right. And it goes, to, you know, because I, I read this book. At, I read your book approximately one time a week. I'm still waiting for my heart. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I had a rough week this last week. But I, know, I, have, I, know. I did order 50 copies of my book. And so really? I just have to go to the post office and send right. it. <laughs> that's the, the challenge. So Monday, that's my goal to get the hard copies of my book sent out. So you are on right. my list. You're like number one on my list. I will. I will sign it and I'll put a, a note in there for you and you let me know when you receive it. Okay, I will definitely do yeah. that. Okay. And yeah, uh, so. okay. So have you been using your credit card? Yes, yes, yes. Every week, 
you know, at least at least once a week, you know, because you know, and going up to about twenty to twenty five percent utilization. And as soon as I do it, I pay it right off. Great, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and uh, I was thinking about what you said about the uh, secured loan and and the uh, other the the next credit card, which I want to, you know. Uh, a little higher than it, you know. If that one was like two fifty, at least five hundred. So, you know. mm-hmm. Oh, whatever you suggest, or something like that. That way, you know, I can be paying them off, you know, with each other or something. You know, interchangeably yes. paying them off, like we spoke about. Yes, and you would you would use your uh, credit card to pay off. Like when you acquire debt, the debt that you acquire should be able to sustain itself. That's the idea. Right. So right now, since that's the first debt that you have, you can't really sustain it with itself yet. Right. You know. Right. right. So, um, without increasing your utilization, so you don't want to do that. So your next option, whether it's the loan or the, um or a second secure card, then you would use that to pay the other one, you know. You, right. you know, kind of juggle them around. And as you do that, it frees up your funds, your the money right. from your job. That's the key, you know, right. which most people don't do. They don't do that just because they don't know to do that. You know? Right, right. Who actually thinks and to do something see, like that? And you will see information that says that they don't recommend that you do that. But, of course, they don't. <laughs> of course, they don't. No, yeah, of course, they don't. They want you spending out of pocket, you know. I've seen so much information like that. But once you said it, and, you know, so many things that you said in your book, and the thing that, that really uh, I have to chuckle about, the things that are so salient to me in the book, are things like when you say, well, if you knew that, uh, why are you reading this book, you know. And one of the exactly <laughs> it makes so much sense, you know, because so many people, you know, I go to people and I talk about credit and they they have bad credit and they don't know what to do and then they say, well, all you have to do is, and then they start running a whole uh, arbitrary list of things that you need to do mm-hmm. and I'm like, I thought you just said you didn't know how to get yourself, <laughs> you know, your own things in order, but now you know how to get mine in order. Well, that's that's a little confusing. Doesn't it, doesn't it come yeah. down to accountability? You know? Right, right. If you don't have your own order, do you, Um, I, I want to ask, and I guess this is personal, do you face that with your own family? That maybe yes. you couldn't get information with at first, now they can give you all the information now that you know yes. how you're getting this place? All the that time. Is, Everybody has insane. their own techniques that they never use. <laughs> But they think right. it's the best and their own, uh, what do you call it, their own um, ideas of what the right way is to do something that they've never done themselves, but it just makes sense to them to do things that way. But, I mean, that's the whole, that's part of the whole point. You know, anybody could sit there and tell someone else the, the what the right way is to do something, but if they've never done it themselves, then um, and not not that you have to do all of these techniques 
yourself in order for them to be true. But you have to at least have a foundation that you've pulled together in order to help yourself stay above water. You know, right, when right. It comes down so if you're going to teach it, me something, if, you, if you're going to – go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying that when it comes down to it, we all have an idea of the fundamentals that we need to employ to get things done. But we we have excuses. People make excuses, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's because that accountability is not a joke, you know. You have to be able to to own up to the things that you are um, saying that you know will work. Right, right, right. And especially if you if you extend your hand to say that you can help someone else, then you need to be like Tamara and have a best selling book on Amazon, you know, or something, <laughs> or you know, some type of proof that you've actually made this work. I also um, need the Facebook invite as well. I would at least say your functional knowledge of your own finances should be kind of, it should be organized in a way where I can see that you're living towards your dream, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can see that you're, you're even if it's slow or even if you have to pause sometimes, that you're still moving in the direction of the things that you plan to happen for your life. But if your life is in chaos, you know, and then you're telling me how I should be doing things or, you know, what the ideal way of doing something is. <laughs> That's funny. You funny. know. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, as far as I got a letter this week from Capital One, the ones that, you know, um, was pretty much not lending me an ear, sort of turning a deaf ear to everything that I was saying about the credit card. Now they got a letter saying, hey, if you feel like this is, um, this is uh, fraudulent, which I've been telling them that from the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> now they now they want to talk. Now they want to converse. Now I'm going to keep going like I'm going, and I'm going to go through the uh, credit reporting agent. Exactly. I'm not, because I'm not going to talk to Exactly right. You know? <laughs> you gave them an opportunity. Right. Now just so. every 30 days or every time the credit, you know, reporting agency send me back a letter, I'm just going to dispute, you know. And they will. And the only reason yeah. why they're talking to you now is because they're being chastised by the credit bureau, the reporting agency. Right. right. And it'll, you know, if you respond to them now, it's, all it's going to do is restart the clock. Yes. And I realized that. Yeah. So any letters I see like that, I just rip them up and sort of, mm-hmm. you know, chuckle to myself like, 
wow, when I was, you know, when I was trying to get you to lend me an ear, so to speak, you wouldn't. <laughs> you know, that's not what I need. I just need for you to, you know. Hey, that's right. I'm, that's... I'm happily going through CRAs now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and that reminds me too of um, the Facebook group. I know you said you were interested in becoming a part of the Facebook group, and uh-huh. I'm kind of in the process of revamping my Facebook group. I have a group that has 60 members in it, mm-hmm. but those 60 members joined at a time when um, I was still getting my footing for what I wanted the book to do and what I wanted this part of my business to do. So Mm -hmm. um, there's really no activity in that group right now. Okay, I understand. And so I I do have new clients coming in who are in alignment with my book the way it is now. Right. So um, once I start getting a few more clients in with that, which they're coming in, Right. Um, I'm gonna start a new Facebook group, and then you'll be a okay. part of that. New so I just wanted to update you on that. Okay. So okay. Coming, coming down the pipeline. It's just not where I want it to be yet. Right, right, right. And I, and I respect that because laws have to be amended. You know, every couple of years, you know, so things have to be amended. So that's a good thing that you know, because with anything you do like this, it just can't be. Nothing can be etched in stone, because the ideas you had. Time changes everything. Things evolve. And when they evolve, you have to, yeah. you know, make amendments to your own plans and guidelines. Right. Things are a lot different. That's exactly what it comes down to. It, you know, when you have a vision for what it is that you want to create, and as you're building toward that vision, you find the things that you want and you find the things that you don't want. Like I used to market a lot of free material, free time, free material, free this, free that. And the people that would come to me, they wanted everything for free because that's what I was marketing. And that's just a different mindset. You know, if you're not willing to invest in the things that will grow you and the things that will make you better, then you're not going to have the same type of respect for that material as somebody right. who did have to invest in it. Right. You know, so those two areas, I really need to keep them separate. You know, if people want to come over and then uh, pay for some of the time or pay for some of the investment in creating the proper plans that they want for their credit, then they right. can leave from that one area and then go on that. I would say, and, and I definitely agree, because my plan is this. Uh, I, well, I, I guess my vision for the, uh, just let's say the Facebook page, everybody's a member, so we're all, if we made this investment, uh, we more than likely we've gotten the book. We got the 30-minute right. session with you, and we wanted to move forward. So we all have the same mindset. If you get somebody that got a freebie, so to speak, they can bring a negative connotation to the table, and it's like, you know, where did this person come from? Because if you made it to this point, then you're a follower of, you know, 
credit mastery. You you know you're you're following this. This is working for you. You believe that this can work for you. That's why you've come this far. You know, you didn't just you, you got the book. Now you're moving for you move forward to thirty minute session. You like what you heard there, and you think that your credit can not only be we can go beyond credit repair. We can actually show showcase your credit. You know, and uh, that's why that that's what I think because a lot of times free are some of your most pessimistic people, you know, the people that haven't yeah. paid for anything. And, yeah, it just, yeah. and it, it's just, man, it, it's, it just brings everybody down. It just brings everybody around you down. You're like, where did this person come from? And then to know that this person didn't pay anything, you know, it, it, that's, you know, personal, but it's like, mm, wow. So that's why they're so negative, because they didn't have to earn it. Because <laughs> they didn't earn it. And I call yes. them tire kickers, you know, that's the tire kickers of the group. That's you it. know, they come in and they, you know, they they want to test drive it. They want to kick the tires and see if it's, you know, if it's on a good foundation. But when it comes down to it, they really just wanted to get the material without having to invest in it. And um, I noticed, like, I went through that group. And I had, like, a questionnaire, and my questionnaire was trying to find out, you know, um, how I could help them. And right. many people didn't even want to fill out the questionnaire because they knew that they weren't going to want to make an investment, and they knew that, you know, they didn't even want me contacting them. They wanted to be wow. part of the Facebook group where everybody – was talking about the products and having access to whatever webcast and stuff I was doing or a podcast or videos. But when it came down to it, they didn't even want to buy the book. So many of those people wow. didn't buy the book. You know. You're practically giving that away. Yeah. You know, right now my Kindle book is two ninety nine. Like You don't wow. have to spend the $2.99, but you want to be in the group. To get whatever is coming for free, free. and yeah, I yeah. just and feel like, you know, you, yeah, you can weed those people out. You see them, yeah. like you said, you're revamping it now, and it's going to be more focused on your more serious clients. It is, it is, yeah. and it's getting to that point. You know, um, I have uh, clients coming through the pipeline that, you know, even oh. even clients who, um, I know when you and I first talked, we discussed possibly doing a payment arrangement thing. And then right. there just came a point where that wasn't necessary and you were able to pay and get your services right away, you know. Right. Um, so I have other clients who have to do payment arrangements, and they've been paying for the last month. How would it look right. to have people, you know, come through that haven't paid anything that are getting access to the same thing that you and other people who are paying have access to? It's just not fair. Right, it's not, it's not. Okay. You see that so many times you get involved with stuff, and maybe it's a family member of the person that's hosting everything like yourself, and that family member usually just stands out so much. They're so obvious because they start bringing up, like, why, you, you know, they have the most to say. Yeah. And it's usually not, right. you know, they're not, you know, and if you fan a lot, that means you're not learning a lot because you're not listening. And it's really more competitive with them, like with family, especially wow. it's more competitive because they're like, 
you know, um, they're the ones that say, well, did you know this and did you know that? <laughs> you know, you're the expert, but oh, did you know this? <laughs> you know? And, and if like, you know all of that, going back to what we were saying earlier, why are you here? Why are you here? Right. Why are you even talking to me about it? Are you you're asking me to validate something that you feel is true? And so whether I validate it or not, now you feel like you have to compete with me. So So what I usually do as far as family, I just keep what I know to myself because they usually don't want to pay for any services either. They want you to oh, discount no. everything. They want you to give them stuff for free, which you know, which I don't mind. You know, doing favors and stuff like that, and you know, but you do that kind of you, stuff because you're gonna get. Some you kind said, of you said it earlier. You said it earlier. That, that's right. It should be some kind of. Uh, it should be reciprocated. But usually, those are the people that can't give you anything. And secondly, you said it earlier. You have kids. They gotta eat. Yeah, they gotta eat. I don't do this just because. Well, I, I do it largely because I care. You know what I mean? That's, that's your really services wild. are not your services are not extremely expensive. So therefore, you you no. have to. It's the labor of love, like the book starts out saying, it's truly a labor yeah. of love. And and uh, <clears throat> with that being said, it's you, you know it's not you don't make it and you um you make it easily you know easy to understand. It's not extremely yeah. difficult or esoteric. Because you could you could be putting all the FICRA and you know all the laws in there, and it would just just be so you know difficult to ascertain the knowledge. But you don't do that, you know. You know a lot of credit books and everything like that do they do do that, or they tell you so much about themselves and what they went through, and you want to hear that. You want to hear somebody's story, but usually that's what most books cover, just what they went through. And you yeah. haven't heard anything about credit. It's like, okay, I know about his divorce, and I know about this, and I know about that, but I didn't hear anything about credit. Right. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. Hello. So, yeah. I'm I'm very thankful because I'm telling you, I have read. Oh God, I can't even. I know five, ten other books about credit, and when I read when I seen Better Than Credit Repair, and I'm like, okay, but me see this and you know you're somewhat apprehensive because you've read so many and when I started reading right. I couldn't put it down I'm like okay now this is what I've been looking for this is somebody that's really trying to help me and not just make me feel like I'm chasing my tail just going through a you know going through the motion yeah you know that's I try to cut out all of the things that are not practical functional information you know, I have right. a small amount of the history of TransUnion and all that just to appease the people who expect that, you know. But right. everything else is about, okay, from day one, how do I start? What do I do? You know, exactly. how do That's I what we need to know. fix this? And your story you know? is real. Your story is real. Your story, you know, your your story is authentic. You you could tell that your story is real. It's not some made up, and it's not that you were shadowing somebody else and telling a story from a third person's point of view. Because as a reader, I, you know, and you're a reader as well, you pick up on that. And you're like, oh no, this is not their life. 
Right. Because exactly. you have turned into them and they and he and she, and it's like, hold on, it's supposed to be about your life. Right, right. Like, why is this important to me? Why Why right. is this the route I went? And why do I feel like it's important to provide that information based on what I went through, you know? Right. Like, not everybody's situation is as bad as mine, but everybody makes mistakes. You right. know? You shouldn't be punished for your mistakes for your entire life. You have to have a learning process and then be able to move forward. And that's what everyone um that's the first part of the problem. first part of the problem is being able to recognize where you've been and, the, you know, to acknowledge that and become ready to move forward. And then in the moving forward process, which is the part that credit repair doesn't cover, you know, what's next after I've dealt with all this? Because I can't, it's not like I can spring clean every month. Right, and then right. raise my raise my credit scores every month by doing that. It doesn't work like that. So what do I do next? And what is the best way to do that? You know, what is where is my what are my next steps and what is the best way to accomplish that? And how do I do this in a manageable way? You know, that's so great. That's why it's beyond credit repair, not just credit right. repair, it's beyond. You know. Yeah, yeah. A credit repair, credit repair. Stops at, uh, credit repair itself stops at the spring cleaning process. Once you're done, okay, see you later. Right. You know. so, <laughs> That's why most companies take a year to do it. They act like they're working on this and working on that, and they send you out a letter every 61 days, and you forward it to the bureaus, and that takes 45 to 60 days to come back. And, and if you go through right. that process what, a couple of times, Whatever they got deleted, you know. I talked to a lady the other day who said, you know, I was working with Lexington Law, and I did that 12-month process with them, and she said I saw some results, you know, within the first 45 to 60 days. She said, but then everything slowed down. I wasn't hearing anything from them, you know. And she said, what am I paying for for 12 months, you know, (laughs) silence. You know, they they, they drag the process out. It, it's a, you know, do. I've been through it. They 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 yeah. drag it out. And, and with you giving the results in ninety days or, or or less, let me just say, or more or less, you're giving results. You know, as as soon as a person does it, you know, they're learning from you, from your book from day one. And then when they start talking to you, they're learning even more and learning even more. They're learning all the stuff the credit repair companies don't want you to know. Right. Yeah. You know, because you're not just, you know, putting out a platter of fish and saying, hey, come eat. You're taking us in the kitchen and saying, you know, you're taking us to the lake and, hey, man, here's your pole and you catch this and then we're going to clean them and then we're going to fillet them and then, we, you know, the kitchen is going to be the last process. So, therefore... You don't need tomorrow anymore to go fishing. You know how to do this. Yeah, that's right. I I was telling someone else the other day. I said, uh, I don't want people to come back to me for the same problem. You know, <laughs> I want to help empower you so that when you come back, 
maybe you're coming back to me for something else. You want advice on assets, so you want, you know, you're working on a business or something, then, or you know, you have advice about you would like some advice about that. Come to me for something else next time. Right. You know, <laughs> I want to make sure that you get this down, so you don't have to worry about going to somebody else for that. You know, that's that will be money well spent for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so that way you can move on. Next money you spend is not going to be on that same old thing. Right, right. You know? And what I do respect about you, because I, I, you know, with you being the Duke House of Education, you're a genius to me, you know, <laughs> oh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So as much as you know you grasped it and as much knowledge as you know you have, you have to have met clients probably myself, that just don't grasp things, grasp things as fast as you do. I know you have to know that because you're an accelerated child. You know, you are a prodigy and are a prodigy. But uh, the, just the fact that you know that your clients don't learn on the same, same wavelengths, you know, they don't attain the information the same. So, you, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're going to have to repeat and you know that. So working with clients in that regard is, you know, just it's fascinating for you to be able to slow down, slow your mindset down and say, you know, you know you would have grasped it, you know, because of the way you've broke it down in such a rudimentary style. And um, I respect that because usually people with your caliber of intelligence, they're not the best teachers. But I can't, you know, that's not the case mm-hmm. with you. They're very good learners, but they're usually not the best teachers. And I understand that because they, yeah, and I know a lot of people who, you know, they're very intelligent. And, you know, the way they understand things, uh, I admire that, you know, because they can see things in, in maybe more mathematical way, you know. I yeah, analytical. Analytical is the way they are. And I find it amazing, but when it comes to them trying to break it down, I have a friend now who is a a mentor of mine, a very gifted public speaker. I mean, I tell public or speaking arrangement or speaking engagement um, next to Les Brown. He was on stage with him. Wow. And wow. Just very impressive. So when I try to nail this guy down so he could talk to me about the things that I would like to convey, he just does not have the patience. He doesn't have the patience right. to sit down and break it down to someone right. else who's coming, you know. So, I mean, and it's all about patience, really. It really is all That's about patience. I care yeah. about the next story. I care about your reason why you're doing this, you know, I care about your plans for the future and, you know, how those, how your plans for the future are viable for you, how, how realistic they are and how well you can implement them. I care about that, you know, and I think that's what makes the difference. No matter what program you're in, if someone genuinely cares, then they're going to make the material and they're going to make themselves accessible enough for you to obtain your goals, to achieve your goals. You know, that's the missing piece. I can talk about whatever, but if I'm not a patient person, 
and I don't care about those steps that you need to take, but I'm not going to take my time to provide that information in a way where you can use it practically. You know, I'm just going to be concerned about whether my book is 400 pages or not or, you know, because the more pages my book is, the bigger my brain is. And, you know, none of that is true. I would rather make a series of small books that the common person could just pick up and read and get something done with than create two or three 400, 500-page books. And, you know, how is that going to practically help you with what it is that you picked my book up for? Right. You know? All the other credit books I've read are very long and monotonous. Long and monotonous. Long and obnoxious. And then the people that pick up those books and they yell at the people that are reading it. Have you you read books like that? Or you pick the books up? And the first oh, yes. Yeah. You feel like you're being berated. All your faults and, yeah. Right. You're being berated. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be browbeat. You know, I already know my credit is not. Yeah. Good. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I actually called a guy, uh, and he's on Amazon, too, Mark Claiborne. Uh, and the you know, it had on there, you call this number, you can contact and kind of like yours. And I had his book mm-hmm. as well. I told him my credit score, and he, and I was telling my situation like I told you my truck, and he was like, oh, my God, your credit score is that low? Man, you should just turn oh, your truck in. It wouldn't really matter if he got another repossession on there. I mean, it's already wow. really good. Wow. I, was so, I was so hurt by that. I said, well, thank oh. you, sir. It was nice talking to you. And then he tried to change and said, well, you know what? I can help you work on that. I said, no, you've helped enough. Thank you. Isn't that something? Thank you very much. Yeah. I just find that so disgusting. You know, you can talk it to a human being. Yeah, you know? and it's like, you know, it's like, I don't, man, I know it's bad. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm talking to you. But you don't have to worry about me talking to you anymore because you are horrible. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, But we have to realize some people just aren't reachable. And like I said, it's usually people that are extremely bright, like we just discussed. Yeah, yeah. Critical thinkers, and they wonder wonder what's wrong with the rest of the world. Okay, why aren't they getting it? Yes, yes. I just thank God that you're not like that because when I was reading your book, and I said, she is, very, she is a very highly intelligent person. I hope she has time for the normal people like myself, you know, <laughs> that actually have right. to read stuff more than once sometimes to grasp it. You can't get any more normal than me, you know. I, I've had, oh. you know, relationships. I've had, you know, I have children. Um, right. I'm uh, educated just like anybody else and, you know, right. I have to try to make the world work for me. And, I, you know, I just don't like that we're walking around with this resource that, you know, you've had your Social Security number since two weeks after you were born. And what do we know about it? Right. <laughs> you know, we don't, most of us aren't even really 
trying to work on it until we're in our 30s, you know? Right, And it's right, like, right. you know, geez, how do we um, yes. bridge that gap between it being a liability and an asset? You know, right. my credit has been a liability in my life, you know, and that's not right. It's supposed to be helping. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Folks, listen, I could build on it. Before meeting you, I just never thought that, you know, I went and got the truck and seen this high interest rate and, you know, because I never cared about credit before. I, I just said, man, I don't need that. I don't need that, man. You know, you, you think, no, nah, man, I'm not going to be paying no high. I just pay cash. And when you go to get something, like I hear all the time, that's when it hits you. Your credit yes. score isn't this, so we've got this cute person to approve you, but they're charging this much interest rate. And when you start yeah. doing the math, you have a calculator. You know, we all have calculators on our phone like, oh, my God, I'm going to pay this amount of money because of the lack of credit? You know, my people, you know, my people suffer for lack of knowledge. And, oh, my God, I'm suffering right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I was thinking. And so I said, you know what, i got to do something about it. I just, i got to move forward. And, you know, I made so many mistakes. And I started with, uh, I think I explained to you, a couple of sessions ago, uh, the first people I was fighting was not even the bureaus. I couldn't even get a um, an account with the credit union because, well, I went to Delta Credit Union, and you know how they give the early warning services yeah. through check mm-hmm. systems? And they said yeah. I had an overdrawn at a bank that had been closed for like three years was with Wachovia, and I guess it was yeah. a Wells Fargo debt. So I straightened that out, you know. I said, now let's go at the bureaus. And I said, wow, this is, I just thought this is very complicated. It is great, you know, and it makes you feel small. Oh. Like I went to the thing all these years ago and it's preventing me from doing the things that I need to do to live my life well, you know. And it hurts. That really hurts. You know that you really didn't understand the gravity of that decision at the time. Right. You know? And, um, but they say that ignorance is no excuse, right? Right, right. And that, and that's what the credit bureau, that's what, the, that's what most of these credit books tell you. I don't know if you've read any of them, but they're long and they're monotonous yeah. and they're, berating you yeah. for being in the position that you're in. And it's like, and you, I embrace your book so much because you said, you know, we don't know if you just have somebody that says, keep your, my mom, my mom I was raised with a single mother and she knew nothing about credit. She didn't care, you know. <laughs> so right. it taught me to be the same. Yeah, that's where it comes from. And, but it wasn't because, um, it was only because she didn't have people around her to her. give her a different perspective on it. Everybody around her had the same type of perspective, just like right. me. You know, everybody around me had that same type of perspective. But when, when I realized what it could be used for, I went, well, okay, so obviously there's a pattern here that has to be interrupting because if this can really provide me access to money that I just cannot make 
on my own. And that's the key, you know. If you have, you can have 10 cents in your pocket, but if you have the credibility that gives you access to millions, right. That's what why wouldn't you, you why wouldn't you take it? You know, why wouldn't you take it? Why wouldn't you find out more about how to use it? Because you know, there are people out here struggling to build businesses. But would they struggle as hard if they were able to use their personal credit to access the seed money that they needed to start their business? Yep. You know, there wouldn't be as big of an issue. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as difficult. You know, but we can't use our own credibility. We have to look for outside sources just because we don't know what to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, investors look at all that. Investors look at your credit and they see, you know, that you didn't pay DTE on time the last six months, you know. <laughs> You know, right, right. I'm, I'm you know, like I'm not giving you any money. <laughs> That's you right. know, you can't even keep your personal business, you know, in order. If you're trying to work on this thing and you're asking me to risk something on that, I mean, like we we really have to be more conscious about what we're saying to people that could invest in us. You know, like not everybody is looking for that type of investment, but if it's available, it's available. I'd rather, you know, yeah. the old thing is to it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. You know, because so, you don't know. I'd rather for it to be available. You know, you don't know if your children or your grandchildren are going to ask you for help with that, or you know, you don't know what circumstance you would find yourself in where. It would be nice to have that accessible. It adds to your self worth. It adds to your network. You know, that's something else we don't work on. We don't work on building network. Wow. How much yeah, we don't. Much, we don't. We don't. You know, how much are you worth? You know, we're <laughs> pretty much working off a of negative number. You know. I was reading a story. I was reading a story once where a guy, uh, it's an older guy, and his grandson, uh, or either his son, got incarcerated. And he, mm-hmm. you know, being that he's an older gentleman, he didn't have a lot of cash on hand. And when he went up there to bond him out, he couldn't because he didn't have the cash, or you know, and his house wasn't worth what he needed. So. Mm-hmm. One of his progeny had to um, sit in jail and remain incarcerated. And wow. the bondsman told the bail bondsman told him, if you had good credit, we could have, you know, let him out on a signature bond. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have had to pay us anything, you know, at all. Just make sure he shows up to court. But if you had good credit, I'm like, wow. And the only thing I can think of is your book saying, showcasing your credit. So when they would have pulled it, you know, or whatever, they would have seen, oh wow, this is this is impressive. Yeah, let's get him out of jail, you know, and that right. that type of thing, you know, because we're all not going to be 
Bill Gates or Warren Buffett. So therefore, the next best thing is credit, you know? Yeah, that's right. You know, you should at least have access to options, you know? Even if you never used it, you still have something you're maintaining where if you did ever need to use it, it would be there, you know? Right. But the hope is that you will want to create plans for it. That's the hope. You know, the hope is that you want to think about ways that you can create multiple streams of income so that if you did get sick or if something did happen, that's not the only way you can bring money into your home. You know, there. I mean, there is eventually going to be a time where you're not going to be able to get up and go to work as easily. That's right. You know, grind, so to speak. What about when you can't grind? When you can't, right. Well, I mean, I, I personally think people should have goals to retire while they're young. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That, that, you know? That's my goal. Yeah. You know, you have goals to retire while you're young, which means you're still bringing money in, but it doesn't require you to have to spend portions of your life to bring that in anymore. Right. You know? And it doesn't take away from your lifestyle. Now you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. Right. You know? Right. Like, uh, and I think ultimately everybody wants that, but ultimately everybody doesn't plan for that. You know? Right. I just talked to a lady today who told me that she had 60 songs that she wrote. And she could be making royalties off of that, but she isn't. You know, you don't have to be the only person that sings your song. Right. You know, people pay good money for uh, songwriters. Mm-hmm. Ghostwrite all the time. Know, yeah, ghostwrite, yeah. Yeah, you know, people write comedy and they give it, you know, they sell that comedy to people who want to be on stage, maybe that's not their forte to be on stage. You know? That's right. But you can sell that to other people. You know, you never know what you might be good at providing someone else. Maybe you're good at buying that kind of stuff and making money on the royalties that way. You know? You never know. But, you know, you deserve to be able to research those options and then start putting money into that. It doesn't take a lot of money, you know, to to start building a legacy on the side. You should always have something else you diversify into, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be your first priority, but, you know, you should make it part of your priority. It really should be. You know, our, our life on this planet is finite. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, we we have to, you know, God said to plant those seeds, you know, to multiply, make those things multiply, exponential growth. That's those are God. Right, growth. right, right. I agree. It should be growing exponentially. And when I look at retirement, you know, I think of retiring young because I listen to the Herman Cain show a lot of times. And, he, he hates the word retirement. You know, he abhors that word. 
Yeah. And he says, he used things like changing your position. The same thing you were just explaining. Just you're changing your position. You're putting yourself in another position. And if you don't know, that's why I'm so thankful enough. God led me to your book and led me to you so that I could change my mindset. Because, you know, good credit was something that made a slave out of you, so to speak, where I'm from. Mm, right. We work all the time and you're trying to pay them credit cards off. That's a trick, you know. Mm -hmm. But I've heard all my life. Exactly. Exactly. That's part of that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that comes from that mindset, that old South mindset. Where, mm-hmm. And they were right. They were right for thinking that way at the time because there were things that were built to turn people back into slaves, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, indentured slavitude, indentured right. uh, servitude and slavery mm-hmm. was based out of debt. Yes, yes. You know? That's when the welcome yeah. wagon used to come around in the early 1800s and they judged you by the way you looked. And that's what your credit was based on, you know. The credit, I think credit goes back to, you know, Babylonian times, ancient Greek or whatever, you know, because of the modern system, of course. That's exactly right. That's that's where it came from, you know. Um, when you or your family owed some money to somebody, if you didn't have the money to pay it back, then you had to go into slavery until it was paid off by your work. Become an indentured servant. Becoming an indentured servant. And usually it was um, Caucasian people that became indentured servants. Wow. You know, and they would sell their own family members into indentured um, servitude, their children, and you know, you know, and they would stay in indentured servitude until the age of twenty-one. Wow! But what what happened was, you didn't know when you were born. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go right, into right, servitude. Right. You were sold into indentured servitude, and your master is telling you, "Yeah, this is the time when you turn twenty-one." When it could be maybe six, seven years after that. Yeah, or later. Yeah, you know, it will be six or seven years or more. Wow, um, after you're after 21. After the time you actually turn 21, but you wouldn't know. What paperwork do you have to show when you were born? <laughs> you don't have wow. any of that. You have to trust the people whose home that you live in. Yeah. That's why, you know, it baffles me that I've thought like this for so long and that so many others still think like this now. You know, people, like I said, people suffer for lack of knowledge. All this stuff that you had to go through back then, we have so many, so much opportunity to look at so many different things now. Like you yeah. were saying, it's enough free stuff out there. A person can get started and dispute process and all that. But, I mean, for me personally, I know, and I'll, anybody that I come in contact with, because... <clears throat> My wife has a friend on her job, and I told her about you, and as soon as she gets her money back from this company, not to bash another company, uh, United Credit Education Service, same one I use. Mm. The girl said yeah. she gave these people this money oh, four months ago. She hasn't even gotten the first dispute letters. 
to forward to the Oh, my Saturday. goodness. Yeah, this, wow. is back in November, this is back in November, so that's longer than that, right? Yes, yes. Four months now, she hasn't heard anything. But, I mean, I, and then, you know, it becomes on the individual, too, because I'm asking my wife, like, uh, it's time to be proactive and give those people a call. And what, you know, what's going on? What are you doing? You haven't done yeah. anything. So, you know, that's how I am. If nothing is happening and I'm not being able to communicate with anybody, and that's why I like the way this process is set up. We call, you know, able to call and get on the chat line and stuff. Because it just makes, it makes me wonder, okay, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing as an individual? Do you have that much money that you can give away? And if you do, then why are you trying to get your credit repaired anyway? Just yeah, go off and pay the exactly. creditors, you know, pay, pay who you owe mm-hmm. or whatever, you right. know, whatever you got to do. And that's exactly right. And it comes from not us not having guidance. Right. You know, it's easy to do the kind of things that you think you're supposed to do, right? right. But there's nobody there that can walk you through that process, and you're expected to know. You know, ignorance mm-hmm. is no excuse, right? So you're expected mm-hmm. to, if you don't know, you're expected to at least have the capacity of knowing that you should follow certain channels to find something out. But guess what? That's a learned behavior too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a learned behavior knowing what to do <laughs> to find something out. You know, if you didn't have somebody there to walk you through that process in any way, you know, something is going to fail. Some aspect of that is going to fail, you know. And, I mean, you you can pretty much point out the people that need that coaching. Right, right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with needing that coaching, even with, but I, I consider you a very self-motivated person. So even though oh, you invested you. in this program, you know, it was probably more for confirmation, for clarity, you know, that, okay, yeah. I know I can follow these processes, but let me double-check and make sure I'm doing the right things by asking somebody that knows. Right, that you knows. Know. So, so, right, and so the next person, they may need, a little bit more than that, you know? Right. Like, uh, right. I think that these are the right things, but I'm not sure because I really don't have anything to compare that to. So maybe I could ask that person to clarify whether these are the right things and in what order these things need to be done in. And then I can get the clarity on how to send them out. And then, you know, they need additional steps leading up to that, you know? Right. We all... I mean, I I love mentorship. I love mentorship and coaching and things like that, you know. Right. Um, even if it's just to talk about the thoughts that I have. You know, maybe I don't need help with the process itself, but I need help clarifying my plan. Right. You know, <laughs> I need to just bounce it off somebody else's mind that can handle that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, but having, the whole point is having access to the coaching is important. Having Very access much. to that coaching is important. And somebody who cares about whether you can, once I coach you on it and you learn how to do it, you're not going to need to come back to me. 
Right. So that is a greedy mindset. Right. And that's what these companies care about. They care about whether, you know, if I share too much of this information, you're going to be able to go and do it yourself. And so you won't need me anymore. And then who's going to pay me this money? That's right. These are big corporations, you know, that have been in business uh, for, you know, 10, 15 years because of other people's ignorance, lack yeah. of knowledge. Yeah. The same people Absolutely. having to come back two years later and they say, hey, welcome back, you know. Okay, pay this X amount of dollars. <laughs> exactly. and you know, they're, they're glad to see them back. Oh, yeah, you've been a customer before. Okay, what do you need help with now? Oh, they're saying, this. Right. okay, we got, you. we got you covered. You got me covered. I should have learned this in the first but, you know, yeah. it's not their job to teach you. They're not there to teach you that. And these companies are employing people who work at $8 an hour, $9 right. an hour to type these letters with all these spelling errors and stuff in it. Oh and, God. you know, have access to all your personal information. So you don't know that they're not. You know, there's some people that get into these jobs. They sign a confidentiality agreement, but they don't care because the, um, Protocol in that company really isn't all that tight, right? You know, and you know, and, and what so they're getting they paid for, and, yeah. And, and the amount they're being paid, you know, for their for what they're doing, it, you know, your mind starts to wonder about you know, felonious, you know, type stuff things. And, and yeah, and it happens all the time, and you know, you put yourself at more risk for bad things happening when you do rely on a third party outside of yourself, you know, to um, take care of your personal business. That's in any type of uh, um, delegation that you do. Somebody that's going to take the mail down to the post office. How many people have you heard about who are postal workers who didn't deliver all the mail or opened up all the checks you know, right, like right. Just had a problem. we just had a problem with that this week. We ordered something from Amazon. Oh, really? Everything yeah. else got in the box except it was a, a mini iPad cover for my son. And uh, I've seen the lady when she delivered the mail because I was watching her through the window. <clears throat> she was a substitute, a uh, black girl. She didn't put that in the And then an hour later, um, I look at my phone. And it says delivered. So I call the post post office. Wow. Course, uh, you know, those were the quote unquote sisters and brothers of Atlanta, and they were kind of you know in her defense. So I said, you know, look, I, you know, I'm not going to you know go round and round about this. I I know what I saw, and it was erroneous. So I'm going to deal with it as such, and I'm going to talk to the postmaster. Now this wow. was on a uh, this was on a Friday when I called to complain. Um, this was no, this was on a Thursday when I called to complain. Maybe a Wednesday, but anyway, the following day just so happened that the uh, <laughs> the same girl came. I'm watching her again through the window. She sits out in front of the mailbox, and she looks around. And my neighbor called me across the street, and she was like, you see that? I said, yeah. 
And she looked around, and she then she slid slid the thing in the mailbox, and I said, okay, now she's delivering it. But all the while, you're coming back in your personal car delivering it because they've alerted you like, hey, this is going to be a problem, so you might want to take that back. No. Wow. Yeah. I didn't go out there and be confrontational, like, I knew you stole my stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, that wasn't necessary. Just bring it back. Because I'm one of those customers that's going to, you know, highlight you or put you in the spotlight. So just bring it back. I'm not so rich that I can afford to have you steal anything from me. Because if you do, I'm going to notice it. If it's a dollar, I'm going to notice it. If it's a nickel, I'm going to notice it. Exactly. It's all, you know, hard-earned money, work hard for your money, and it's just uh and that's a shame, you know. They're they're desperate people. They're just desperate people out there, you know. Desperate and times call for desperate measures, and it's like, oh, no way. And it's hard to protect yourself. That's why, you know, we really have to take responsibility for our own information and what we wanted to do and what it is doing and, you know, what it didn't do in the past, you know, we have to take responsibility for those things. You know, the first couple times you do it, it's going to be worse. But after that, you know, it's not going to be as bad because you're, you've already set up the template for your success. Right, right, right. You know? I had a... This just blew off the radar. I had a buddy that told me, oh, I'm going to, um, we were just talking about a while ago. He was saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get in the, um, repair my credit, too. I said, okay, I got this, you know, young lady that I'm working with right now, and she's very good. She works with you remotely. I said, uh, uh, have you thought about ordering your credit report? And I said, that will be getting a head start on the situation. He's like, no, I'm not saying I'm going to do all of that. I'm not saying, okay. Wow. If you're not saying you're going to do all that, what? I mean, I, I didn't get it after that. I just I said, well, I'm lost. Wow. Uh, you want to work on it, but you don't want to. You don't want to see what's in it? You know, so, <laughs> like when you told me to order mine, I ordered it and. They got my psycho, and then when I got the hard copies, you know, I'm there with the highlighter. Okay, that's wrong. That's erroneous. This is wrong. You know, it's like I'm highlighting everything that's wrong, and then writing in the tablet. Just really going through it with yeah. a tooth comb. And that's what I'm talking about as far as I think some things do work better in person, you know. Right. And maybe that's something, that's a seed I can plant in your own here, you know. Maybe uh, at some point in the future when you're comfortable, if you wanted to get a group of people together for, mm-hmm. like, a, a a workshop. Right. Maybe we could do, like, a a, a full-day workshop or a two-day workshop or something like that. That's And you get people to come together and then, right. you know, Everybody that wants to be a part of the workshop, they pay X amount, which will cover huh. the room, and it will cover me being able to come out. Right, and then I can right, actually right. do a workshop with everyone and teach them about their credit reports and why that's important 
and what, the, you know, the dispute process. I will provide all the dispute letters and everything for everyone. And, you know, we would talk about how to write those out. Maybe we could do like a two-day thing. You know, that's something to think about. That know? is something to think about because I was a part of a, uh, yeah, that is something to think about. Uh, yeah, that is very much so something to think about. Wow. I like that idea. Yeah. That is very innovative. That would be cool. Like and then that would allow people to meet me in person. I could bring my yeah. copies of my books and workbooks and all that stuff with me. And right. basically just make a workshop uh, of it. Right. That would be a lot. That would be probably a lot of people right out of my church because, oof, man. Yeah, and that would be awesome. And if it's like a church um, gathering, uh-huh. we could put a percentage into the uh, back into the church. We would donate right. money back to the church from that meeting. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, I know it would benefit everybody all around. And I would give you referral fees for each person that would come. Wow, that is awesome. You know? awesome. And I, I think that would be awesome. And anybody else that will want to do that in the future, you know, those contacts could be created. And that would help me in in creating a, a larger creating a reach. Yeah. Right. And creating that right. reach for better than credit repair and get me out there traveling some, which is really what I want to do. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, <laughs> as far as Florida, I know, I know as far as Florida and Georgia goes, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I know that. And even... I could go so far as to say I could reach my hand out in Texas and, you know, the surrounding areas, North Carolina, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah, know people sort of everywhere. And I could alert them and then they know people. Yeah, so that that sounds really good. Cause I've been, I think that would be awesome. If, if you get 10 people who would say yes. Okay, then, that, that, that's not hard at all. And then maybe they would pay something like, um, let me see, for a workshop. What do you think would be reasonable for people attending a workshop like that? We can talk about whether it would be like a one-day or two-day two type. Right, 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 right. Um, so I'll do some research and come back with some information, and we'll see You know, if you can get a solid 10, then I would travel yeah. out. And, okay, um, that sounds really good. That would be awesome. You know, we can meet in person, finally. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, it would be, it'd be very nice. It would be very nice to I do that. Because anyway, sometimes people stick me. You know how they'll ask a question, I'll be like, oh, no, man. You got me. <laughs> you know. And then I'll go right back to your book, and there was the answer, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. How many times have you read these books? You should have been able to answer that, you know? So I sort of beat myself up. So I'm like, oh, geez, I wonder if that ever happened. No, it doesn't happen to you because you, exactly. you wrote the book. <laughs> that would be great, especially for those people that ask, you know. I don't think the questions are particularly difficult or esoteric. I guess some of the questions they ask, I guess I'm not ready for. I have my mind gauged one way, and then they ask a question that goes a whole other way, something that pertains to. Bankruptcy. The only thing I know about that is they've been credit report for 10 years, whether it's 7, 11, 13, or email. Right, yeah. Yeah, I would be prepared and 
you know, the, the more uh, it's it's different trying to ask, answer someone else's question compared to looking for answers for yourself. You know, right? It's just a different animal, you know. So even you can read the book a, a million times and you still might not be able to transpose that information onto somebody else's situation. So I wouldn't I wouldn't beat myself up over that, you know. Even for right. myself in the beginning, it was hard for me to try to um give people answers as far as what, you know, what to expect or what to do in a certain situation and things like that. You know, uh, I remember I talked to a guy who said um, he frequently uh, filed bankruptcy. What? And, yeah, and he said that he would go get investment properties and stuff, but he didn't believe in paying property taxes. So I think after a while he would just go and, file bankruptcy to liquidate all the debt that he got into from his taxes. And hey. I wouldn't give him any advice. Yeah, what can you tell a guy like that? You know what I mean? I I I just would not give him any advice. Just because um he's not looking for doing things in a in a ethical, you know, fair it's, it's and equitable more... way. He's right. looking to get a leg up, and he's looking to not pay his share. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, for for I mean, there are some situations where you just have to be hands off. You know, especially in that because you don't want to be you don't want to say I was recommended by this by this credit expert tomorrow. <laughs> she and it's like what? That's the way she thinks. Yeah, like, I don't agree with the practices that you employ in business. I'm not going to put mm-hmm. my stamp on any no advice you. <laughs> you know, no, integrity I'm, is not fair. Yeah. He doesn't have integrity or honesty. No, he doesn't. Like, you want to get something for nothing. You know, you want to invest in these properties, but you don't want to pay property taxes because, you don't think it's fair that you can't own land outright. I'm like, but are you asking that question? You know, if you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like you already did you know, it. You know what I mean? Like you're you're seeking to own properties in the way where you would have to pay property taxes. You're not asking, well, how can I do this in a way where I might not be, or I might not have to pay the property taxes then. You're not asking that question, and instead you're misusing something that is the only way you know how to do something, you know. And I said, you know, there is actually a way where you can own the land. You can actually trademark the land, and the the bank can't touch that. I said, but since you didn't know that and you're putting yourself in trouble and you're just repeatedly filing bankruptcy, you're misusing credit. You're giving people who provide bankruptcies more reasons to provide that service to people who don't need it, you know, as right. a quick fix, you know, and you're making my company look bad. That's right. You know, so I don't have advice for that. 
<laughs> you know, okay. only advice I have for that. Two words for that. Moral injustice. Yeah, it's just it's, it's it's terrible. You know, there there are people that just want to get over, and there are people that just want to misuse things because they've created this idea in their mind where they want to be able to use a resource but not pay for the use of that resource. Mm. You know. So, you know, but for the people who have legitimate questions, I mean, if that's something you really want to do, is provide oh, yeah. answers do. for people's do. questions and to help them. I mean, I would gladly mentor you in doing that. I would, right, I would right. happily do that. You right, know? that's something I really want to do. And then, like you said, you come down and, you know, I, because I, I, I spread the word so much about you throughout my job, throughout my church, and uh, they're like, man, you know, this must be really great. But, you know, a lot of people are, <laughs> as far as like me, they're not going to be a risk taker. They're not going to do it if they can't see anything tangible. They can't touch sure. the material you have. You know, they're going to sure. do it remotely like I'm willing to do it. So that's why this would be so great. And um, I'm just, I don't know, I guess in your professional um because it's going to, you have to, you know, room, board, flight, and stuff, all that has to be considered, and it's a profit out of it. So, yeah. you know, and That's right. that would just be, you know, just so you would gauge that price. And, you know, everybody I bring would be very serious about getting there. Of course, if they're paying the fee, they're going to be serious about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that um, I can work with you to put together and come up with a date. And, um, right. I can, I, can, I, I can get the people, yeah. no doubt, because there's so many people that need this service. And, and when I say they need it, they honestly need it. And then I could work my sister. Um, I have a sister in Miami that knows a lot of people down there, and she has a network down there. That's what I'm saying. And then I, I'm from Central Florida. That's another network where I have more family at. So, wow. you know, it's a trip where you can actually take the kids to Disney because I have family that get tickets, you know, to Disney World. And, um, you know, parks. while you guys are doing that, you could be doing, you know, simultaneously taking care of business and, you know, getting paid to go That's on trip. right. That would be awesome. That yeah. that yeah. part of you know my vision for this year is to be able to travel and teach workshops wow. and seminars wow. and do some wow. speaking. That's part of what um, my, my wife my is also. Um, she graduated oh, wow. from Pittman wow. University in Daytona Beach, Florida. So that'll be another trip, you know. So Orlando be one. It's, I'm just thinking of all the places that can be, you know, that can be shared. You know, that's that is amazing. And, yeah, I think that would really work. That would really work out. So let's talk about that. You know, that'll be maybe we can, um, for our next call, we can talk about the um, first location you would like to do that in. And then I'll give you a, a... I'm going to put together some credit mastery power packs, which will include 
a print copy of the book. It'll have an analysis pack in there with um, sample credit reports right. that we'll go through. And right. um, it'll have dispute letters. It might have like a CD with the dispute letters on it. Right. And, um, and some other tips and workbook. So I'll have something put together by then, you know, and bring those boxes with me. And uh, I yeah. think that'll be great. And it's, it's going to work out really well. Right, right, right. And for those that That's still exciting. want to go further and say, I just want to take your services, I want your services, but I want to do more delegating or you, you know, I think we're going to have a lot of that with a lot of people. They'll pay to come to the workshop and they'll pay to get the book signed and all of that because, you know, everybody want to look smart, so to speak. The people that I know that I'll be inviting, you know, they want to look smart and, okay, I'm going to read this book and the book never comes off the shelf, you know, the, the type. But, and then they'll be calling you because they just want to delegate. But your okay. program is your, your program, I think, is more set on the uh, – Set for the proactive. I guess with me because I um, feel like I am proactive. But I guess it's for <laughs> everyone, even the ones that just well, want to delegate. Right, and delegation is fine. You know, my thing is yeah. as long as you know what someone is doing, who you delegated that out to. You know, right. as long as you know that process, then when you can, when you get the information back, you can look at it and say, you know what, I don't know about the way this letter is worded, or I don't know about, yeah. you know, if this is really going to fit my needs. This information here is more about inaccurate data, and I need, you know, uh, it's not mine, you know. Right. <laughs> so they'll, they'll be more. I'm verifying, yeah. So, and you have letters. The thing about it, you have letters to cover all of No, that's, that's, not, that's not an issue. I, I mean, oof. I had girls, all girls, so could you imagine? <laughs> Fighting over baby dolls, screaming in my ear, scratching me, you know, waking me oh, up by stretching my eyes open, looking at my eyeballs. Yes. Like, oh, God, girls, <laughs> they did everything. And the, the thing about it, they knew that, sorry to say this, but <laughs> I never spanked them because, you know, I wanted right. to keep them. They knew this because they were girls, and they took advantage of me. Wow. <laughs> but I have boys, and they rarely get spanked, so I can relate to that. Right, I think right. they're playing yeah. monster right now, and I'm I'm holding my one-year-old. And so right. the other kids they are want playing monster. Attention. They, want, they <laughs> want that attention, you know. Absolutely. Oh, okay, they yes. play monster like somebody's the monster. and yes, everybody's like oh, okay. And someone's coming around the corner and he's baby and he's sitting in my lap. So he's screaming. Oh, don't do yeah, that's not nice. And I didn't realize that was going on until right now, you know. Right. You're involved in our monster game, so <laughs> that's that's awesome. But yes, I really yeah. like the way that this goes and um yeah. Will there be, will there be, you think it'll be best for word of mouth or me just send emails out or flyers or, I mean, the people mm -hmm. I said, I can get 10 people just on word of mouth. I, I, you know, it's mostly women that I know that's going to be, because males are just, they, they don't care. They're just like me. They, they, <laughs> it won't anything happen until they go buy a car or something like that. And they'll be like, what? 
Well, you know what? Uh, I think whatever methods that you want to employ, that won't work because um, maybe you could start off with word of mouth, but you will want something that they can keep. So maybe we need to make some flyers or something. I have somebody that can work up some stuff for us, you know, and uh, think about what, what type of room you would want to um, have it in if you want it to be a one-day or a two-day, you right, know. Right, right, right. Let's think about those types of things. And once we get that part situated, then we can market it out to people, you know. Right. So um, we could probably think about a location and whether you want it to be one day or two days. Yeah. And it'll be um, just for the spring cleaning. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. That's what it will be, you know. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go better than credit repair, then you have to render the services. Yeah. Well, um, that that's something we can always, you know, talk about further. If somebody wants a um, one-on-one service or if they want, you know, the 90-day that you have or right. – anything more than that on an individual basis, they can think about that. But we'll just market the workshop itself, you know. And then individually they can worry about if they want to, you know, pick up something more. But that's the primary thing we'll do is the spring cleaning. Because I think overall that's what most people are going to be interested in until I start talking to them about why they want something that's better than credit repair. Right. Right. You know, so that that's something people have to be educated on. You had the opportunity to read the book and then find out what it is that is really better than credit repair, you right. know, right. and then work right. with me and, and find out more. So initially people are really going to just have that credit repair idea in mind. So we want to yeah. entice okay. them with that, but then they need to get their minds open you know, to the rest of it. You know, there's a there's a need for us to create plans bigger than cleaning my credit up twice a year. Right, right, right. You know, that's not a, a quick fix. You know, that's it's right. only good for that one, one time, really, because even the second time you try to do that in a year, you've already done the major cleanup. That's right. So the hope the hope is that you're not letting all of your debts go to heck the way you did in the past. That's <laughs> you right. Know, so you I, shouldn't need a second time, right. You're right, you know. The second time you're probably just checking your scores and making sure nothing else is popping up on there that you didn't expect. Right. That's the hope. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. That's great. I am too. I am too. I'm very excited about this. And, and you know, it's like I've had I had been thinking about this, but I just didn't. I don't know. You know, you just really? About, <laughs> yeah, this has been on my mind, but I, you know, it needed to be, I guess, connected, interconnected. Yeah. With all yeah. the neurons that were firing and stuff like that. It just needed you to say it. <laughs> so just needed you to say uh, it. So. You know. Sometimes that's the way things work. We need, you know, I mean, but I was probably waiting on you to 
they found right. that triggered that in my brain right. too, you know. That's true. <laughs> there was That's something true. that you said that, that triggered that thought, you know. Right. So, I'm, I'm always bringing um, up so many people that I know that are interested in it. But, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. they don't know, you know, they're, they're, they're not people that are willing to, well, I can't even say these people are not willing to operate remotely because, well, you know, they, 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 some of these people will send money to a credit repair service. Sure, sure. You know, and it won't send, be local. You know, yeah, and they're not local, so. Yeah. And then so many people have tried it and it didn't work. Yeah. So once yes. you get a price, you know, you know what I mean, with other companies, so they're saying, well, what makes this one so much better? Usually I'm exactly. not excited about stuff. So if a lot of people see me excited about something, they'll be like, you know, <laughs> right. the people that I know, they'll know that it's foolproof. That's right. It takes a lot. Right. It takes a lot to make a believer. Well, it takes a lot to make a believer out of me. Yeah, yeah, and I can tell like you're you're not the type that just falls for anything. You know, no. you have to know that the service is genuine. Plus, you have experience looking at dispute letters and. You had your choice of whatever companies that you wanted to to use. So I you know, I feel really blessed and that this is a special opportunity to work with you oh, just because you saw something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know? yes, yes. And I think anybody that takes the time to actually um and I w I don't wanna just you say this lightly when I say read, so just fully peruse your book. And once they do that, <laughs> you know, and you, you get the author that's actually, you know, it's like you were narrating it, and it's going to be even more with the. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting on that audio book, which I know is coming. Yes, it's coming. Yeah. And matter of fact, next week I'm going to co- um, connect with the guy that I know who, or I don't know him that's personally, but some. Someone else right. connected to this person who has a studio. Yes, right. he has a studio, and I have free studio time to record this book. So that's my goal is to get in contact with him next week and schedule a date where we can actually get that done. And uh, I remember telling my friend to just let him know, you know, depending on what time he's available, because I think he has like a day job. Um, I will work around his schedule. You know, right, make that happen. Right, right, yeah, right. So that's that's a phenomenal opportunity. You know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. For somebody, for people to be able to hear your voice, and that that would open up a lot of avenues for people that don't know about Audible, because people that you know, some people I tell yeah. about Audible, and some people I forget to tell about Audible. When you're in traffic, you could be learning about you know credit repair or Absolutely. whatever. You don't have to be frustrated in traffic. You can just sit there and, you know, you're listening to this audio book. And before you know it, you've done it, and you've done it more than once. Yes. You know what? I think they actually do affiliate affiliate links and stuff like that, too, um, uh-huh. where if somebody purchases an audio book or gets a subscription, you will get a percentage of that. So when I finish that process up, I'm going to find out more about that so that whoever comes through you through a particular link, you would provide that link to them. You would get a right. portion of what they 
um, of their membership fee, I think. It might be the membership fee or a portion of the sale of the book, you know. Right, right. So I will put that on my website even, you know, so that when people download it, you get a portion of that for that referral. Since it was your idea, I probably wouldn't have expanded into Audible if you hadn't brought that up to me. So I would gladly provide that um, referral to you. Yes. As a thank you. Oh, and I really appreciate it. I just, you know, I just see so many big things with this. It's like, it's just, oh, man, I just, I see so many, so many things that just, this company, this brand, this this brand can really just grow because it's a brand. This is a brand. Yeah. Credit mastery, all of this stuff that is, you know, conjoined these businesses, it's a brand that it, it, it needs to be taught across the nation, especially with everybody. You know. Thank you so much. And that's the way I feel about it. And I'm already thinking about what my next book should be. Maybe maybe it should be better than bankruptcy. You know, yes, I'm seriously yes. thinking about creating that as my next book because I hear so many people talking about, you know, how they're considering bankruptcy. And you shouldn't. If you don't have a million dollars in debt, you should not consider bankruptcy. You have so many other options, and it really just messes you up, you know, for a longer period of time. So um, that might be that might be my next title. You never know. Sounds good. Um, that sounds really good. <laughs> okay, we've yeah. been at it for a while here, and uh, thank you. And um, yeah. you're welcome. We actually almost spent two hours this time on the phone. Wow, I didn't even realize it because we just, you know, we're talking about yeah. so much, but I didn't even realize it. Wow. <laughs> you know, our call always... is supposed to be a two-hour call. It's supposed to be two hours, but wow. I think our okay. next. Our last few was were probably uh, an hour, something around maybe forty five minutes. So we we always become shy of that two hours. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah, but everything is going well, so I'm not complaining. You know. Right. Oh, me either. I'm definitely not. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely. Um, we, we, we definitely, I'm just thinking of I'm thinking of my network now, and it's just it's so broad. It is very <laughs> That's exciting. That could be my my first um my first trip. You know, my first right, trip on behalf of Better Than Credit Repair. Yeah, and I've never been to Atlanta before, or to wow. um, to Georgia. You would love before. Atlanta. Yeah, you love Atlanta. Yeah, if family could be if it's a one. If it's a one-day workshop, at least your family gets to do some things with you and you're not bogged down for the whole two days because you have kids traveling. They want to know if we're going, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, what are we going to do when we get there if exactly. we're going? Exactly. So, I think if we could, if we can combine it, you know, for eight, say eight hours, people can go take a lunch and come back and, yeah. you know, and when they leave, they feel fulfilled, and they've done it in one day, and they left with a plethora of knowledge, and uh, I think they're, that they're happy. Be 
Yes. And then I that way, you know, that. that after that, then, you know, you go visit Atlanta, Coca-Cola, World of Coca-Cola here. We have, you know, there's so many things. The uh, King Center here is here. Just uh, there's, there's a lot of things that are here. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. that's uh well, let's, we'll keep talking during the week. I'll send you some emails, and um, we can talk on the phone a couple more times during the week, too, if you need to. Yeah, and, and then um, we can, um, we, what we will do is, uh, and then I'll just, I'll, I'll have my list of names, and when I get to 10, we'll, we'll put it in high gear, hopefully, yeah. Fantastic. I would even say, you know, just, just create a list of as many people as you can think of. Don't stop at 10. Because right. okay. Um, okay. we want we want to make sure we can fill the room. Right, you know, right, right. Right. The more right. people we have, the more referral fees you're going to make too. Okay. And I want to okay. make sure that that's well worth your time. You know, you're oh, the yeah. one that's organizing the event. Right. So right. Right. that's yeah. exciting. Okay, that that sounds real good for the Atlanta year. I, I was way above ten anyway in my head, and I'm just actually sitting here now. Like names down that I know people that will be interested in doing this and they'll yes. be willing to pay the money and, you know, just okay. have about doing it. And we need to come up with a reasonable fee for them to pay. It has to be enough where we know the people that are paying it are going to be serious and that you're, get a, you're going to get a reasonable referral fee from it. And, right, right. But not so much where they feel it's unreasonable for them. Right, to right, right. We don't want them to think it's unreasonable. But we want them to know it's invaluable information. And this That's will right. cover, like you said, uh, spring cleaning. This will cover the process of spring cleaning. Yes. And then who knows, you know, after that, you know, like you said, better than retirement, then I mean, better than uh, bankruptcy. But I'm thinking of yeah. – uh, Changing your position, changing your position, and that ha- that would happen to mm. be oh, retirement. You know, changing your position. That's just changing people's mindset for them to stop thinking that they can only retire at 65, 70 years old. What's wrong with retiring at 25, 30, 35? You know. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So changing your position, keep that one in mind. Yeah, I will. I will. That's exciting. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you already got my my brain working on that. <laughs> yep, thank you for your So, yeah, I'm going to work on this list. and um, Okay. I'll definitely let you know when I get to how many names I, well, I feel like I'm maxed out, like, you know what, I can't think of any more. <laughs> sure. Or whatever. But. All right, that sounds great. And then we'll, maybe we can um, talk again. I don't know how your time is during the week. My um. It's more, well, I work at night. I drive at oh, night. Oh, you work at night. So okay. I'm pretty, okay. I'm a lot of times I'm sleeping during the day, so if you send me an email, or if you say call me, I could still call. Like tomorrow, I'm going until tomorrow night, and I'm off the rest of the day, so, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, we, maybe we can try to communicate by email unless we feel it's necessary to do a phone call because I, I do have some uh, part-time work during the day where I help pregnant women to um, learn how to breastfeed and uh, get their nutrition up and, you know, learn about prenatal right. care and stuff like that. I have five kids, so I have to use those skills too. 
you know. Right, right. right. You got <laughs> so, the how-tos, right. So, yeah. So, yeah, so during the day, um, I definitely have access to email and text and things like that. So I know you're sleeping during the day, but we'll we'll figure out how we can communicate. We'll figure it out. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Good. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll keep the um, <laughs> creative minds <laughs> turning, you know. Yes, we will. Okay. We will. All right. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.